Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the BMW Life. That's boss life, mom life, wife life. And I am your host, Serena Moore Thomas, destroyer of comfort zones, speaker, author, entrepreneur, homeschooling mama. Yeah, doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But guess what? I want to show you how to find your rhythm, how to discover your God-given purpose, and how to do this thing called life with less grind, girl, and more grace. I promise you, you are in for a treat. Grab your notebook, something to write with, and let's get into it. Have you ever heard uh, about the story of Formula 409? You know what I'm talking about? The um, the all-purpose cleaner for your house. Formula 409. It's a degreaser, all-purpose cleaner. Yeah. Well, basically, w- what happened was it were there were two Detroit um, scientists who were relentless in their pursuit of creating the best formula um, to, to, to clean and like degrees and stuff like that. And it didn't happen on the first try. In fact, one through 408 failed or did they? Because it was at formula 409 that they discovered their gold mine. Let's talk about failure and what it does and what you can learn from it and how to reframe it. I think you're going to really, really enjoy this episode. Can't wait to hear your feedback. Welcome to another episode. I'm so glad you guys are joining me today. I want to talk to you quickly about um, a little something that I don't know, not not many people talk about. And, and it is so... It's it's so powerful. Like you can see someone who is really, really successful and, you know, they, they appear to have a lot of things going, um, going on for them, going right for them. And you, you know, we, we never have 100% of the facts about anybody's life, right? Which is why we can't judge one another. We don't have enough information to, that's the, that's the truth, right? So you can't, you can't judge somebody without information and no one has 100% of the facts on anyone else's life, right? That, that is uh, reserved for the creator. Only God knows, um, (laughs) only God knows, right? He's the, he's the only one that knows the intimate details of our entire life and what makes him so amazing is even though he knows the intimate details our mistakes our mess ups our missteps all of it he knows it all and yet he still loves us and and yet he provides um opportunity for us to to come into relationship with him and 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 that's just amazing to me but um i i just wanted to uh talk today a little bit about failure Right, a little bit about failure because it, people are not necessarily um, looking to expose their failures or to um, um, how, how would I say announce <laughs> announce their failures. And um, failure is pretty is is pretty interesting. I know for me, um, I went through quite a, a a long time, a couple years, a couple of years recently. Um, where I was really, really caught up in 
um, and, and my perceived failures. I'm going to say perceived failures because I know them now not to be failures. Um, and, and, and so let me, let me tell you what I'm, what I'm talking about. I've done, uh, I've done a lot in terms of, you know, business and entrepreneurship. I've, I've always been entrepreneurial, like always. I've just never been made for a job. Do you understand? Um, I've had one, two, like maybe two, three that I can think of um, off the top of my head right now. But I've been an entrepreneur or self-employed in in some way, either part-time or full-time um, since I was about 20, 21, right? We were 21 when um, my father and my brother and I started. I was 21 when my father, my brother and I started the first business. And so I had a taste of what it's like to be self-employed very, very early. And um, I, I have not had a nine to five regular like clock in type job request off type job since um since the twins who are now 21 um since they were about three um I think I left I left my my last job they were three or four years old and I have been either self-employed um or consulting for companies or doing my own thing my managing my own schedule um ever since now I've had some highs very high highs, right? Cover of Black Enterprise, in essence, winning 40 under 40 for the um, b- Business Journal and 40 under 40 for the Network Journal in New York and first runner up for the Madam C.J. Walker Award and just, you know, uh, the SBA's Region 3 Young Entrepreneur of the Year. I mean, I can rattle off the list of awards and accolades, right? And that was during a business, you know, that was during one business. I resigned from that business, right? Did very well there. Um, went on to run an even bigger business, right? But in between those times, um, it wasn't just like I was like going from one high rung to the next one, like a like an acrobat. Like I was, <laughs> there were highs and lows. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mountains and, and many, many valleys. And so even, you know, my decision to leave, um, the the family company that was not a popular decision that was not say you know nobody threw me a parade you know that was not a that was not popular um that was painful actually it was a it was a very very tough uh time for me i was newly married just had my um my son right uh, the twins were by this time like 11 years old um i had just had my 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 child who was in the hospital for like 4 months and so i was struggling with you know getting him through the nicu and trying to hold on to a position in the family company and it was a lot a new new marriage and Thank God for my husband, um, because he was the rock in in all of it. Um, but there were there were lots of valleys, right? So I went from making six figures at at a, at a company that I'm CEO at um, to making nothing um, the next year, or or very little, I would say the, the the next year to just you know being at home and doing nothing, right? And, and I mean not doing nothing like I I wasn't doing nothing, doing nothing like doing no business. <laughs> right. And so that was a change. I had just come from being, you know, on the cover of magazines and everybody calling me tip for interviews to I'm no longer at that company and I'm no longer doing that. And I'm home now. And, um, and so it was during those times, you know, I really, really developed my relationship with God. I, it, it was, 
it, there was a lot that I needed to still learn, you know, very, very young. And not that um, I had to, you know, my my father and I, and people ask me about this, which is why I'm kind of sharing this on, on the podcast. Um, my father and I worked very good together for many, many, many years, right? Um, but like anything, you, you can't have two visions for a company. Um, you can't have two visions for anything, right? A house divided is going to fall. And not that anybody's vision was right or wrong. I definitely had a totally different vision. Um, after a while, I had a totally different vision for the company than my dad had for the company. And again, not, you know, not saying he was right, I was wrong or, or vice versa. Um, but it was, they were different. And so that was very difficult to, to work. It was impossible to, to really work with, with, with two visions. So it was time for me to go. And not only that, you know, God had confirmed for me time and time again, that it was time to move on. And I, you know, I didn't want to because what would people think? People are going to say this. Um, you know, I got some things going on. It's going to look like this. It's going to look like that. And, you know, God is so awesome and, and wise. And, and and this is when I had to learn um, the W of the walk method that I talk about in the book, that, that willing to stand alone. Um, because people will always have something to say. People will always have opinions and everyone's entitled to them. Right. And so I had to be very much willing to stand um, alone. But I I learned so much during that season. So we went low for a minute. Uh, a couple years later, though, um, I had an opportunity that um, that came from just, you know, my, my networking, because I was always networking um, during the time of um, running the company. And um, actually, the, the, the next opportunity came from somebody that saw me on the cover of Black Enterprise and met me at the Black Enterprise Conference. So I went on to run this this other company, I mean, uh, a, a much bigger company. And um, it was a perfect opportunity. And I remember being at home with my son who was by this time probably about one or so. And I was praying like, God, look, I'm too talented to be uh, in this house like this. Like this ain't, you know, I can't do this, <laughs> right? But again, he was teaching me. I was in a learning mood. Um, and so I, I wanted to, I wanted out and I prayed and I said, I really, I don't want to go back to a, to a um, grind, right? I don't want to go back to like a hustle. I, I really got need something where I can work from home, where I can do business, where I can still build and, um, and, and make lots of money because I'm a giver and I need to, you know, have something to give. Right. And, um, and so I, I need something, right. That, that, doesn't take me away from my my kids right now because they need me and all of this and I prayed being very specific and don't you know God presented me with an opportunity um, and really honestly created a position for me that did not exist before me and it, it I mean mind blowing um, and it was there that I got a, a chance to um, to do some consulting and I ended up running this company um, I ran this company for about two and a half almost three years as COO um, helped grow 
this company to um, $100 million. You heard me right, one zero zero. Now, I'm, I'm telling you the number because I didn't know the number until um, a few years ago when I was talking to the um, the, the, the founder of the company. I, I didn't know what we had grown to. I knew that I made substantial money and I knew our sales were through the roof, but I thought we were at like 10, 20 million. And um, yeah, to my surprise, we, you know, I had grown this company substantially and opened up another office. And um, I put all my speaking, all my stuff, all the things that I had in my heart, I kind of put that on the back burner so that I can focus my energy on building this company and hiring people. And, you know, we did, did some fabulous things. And I mean, I learned so much. But guess what? At the end of my tenure, um, I realized that I had negotiated um, a poor deal. Not, not that, and, and please understand me, not that um, anyone was trying to get over on me or anything like that. The, the owner of that company and I are still very close. We we keep in contact. We talk to this day. Um, he still tells me how incredible um, I, I was at, at, at the company and how, you know, he plenty of accolades. He will vouch for me any day. Um, he is a, a, a reference all day long. <laughs> so we have a great relationship. But I did not after you know, my time there was done, I, I had not um, negotiated any type of ownership in this company. Um, I, I did not negotiate having anything beyond um, my position, which be, let's be very clear. It was the high six figures. Like I was doing very well. Um, but when it was all over, I looked up and I was like, well, but what do I have to show for it? Like, what do I have? Um, had a lot of intellectual property because I had been exposed to, um, some new areas of, of federal contracting, but I felt like a whole failure at the end of it, I felt like a failure. Um, and to keep face and to, to, to keep going, I took another position um, and that lasted like three weeks because that was a hot mess. I was just, I was, I, I was so um, focused on not feeling like a failure, not looking like a failure. I was calling myself a loser. Like this is, I'm talking about internal battles. Y'all hear me? Right. So I was coming out of one situation and I went low and then I'm going high and then I'm going low and I have nothing to show. Like, I'm just like, I keep putting this stuff that God gives me on the back burner to help somebody else with their dreams and push their dreams ahead. And I, what about mine? And, you know, all of those things are going on in the back of my head. And so what started to happen is I started to second guess like everything about myself. And it didn't matter how many times people called me brilliant. Oh my God, Serena, you are just so intelligent and you're just so brilliant and you're just so full of life. And it would be all these accolades. And my sister's my witness. I told her one day, I said, I don't want nobody else to tell me how great I am <laughs> because it's not equating. Like it's, it's not... It, it, I, I don't see the results of being anything like that. Like, you know, I, I just, I'm so, I was so frustrated and I was frustrated with myself. I just felt like I was making one bad decision after another. 
and to add insult to injury um, while I'm working, while I was building, while I'm doing things, I, um, I had a situation where I was, um, call myself really mentoring another person, um, pouring into someone who I thought was like, you know, ideal, you know, I'm going to give this young lady a job and not a young lady, a grown woman, a job, you know, married, she has her own slew of kids and, you know, she's good church going all of this. And got into this situation, paying, you know, a salary for her to, you know, be my administrative assistant and things are happening and we're, you know, moving and I'm growing only to find out that the person was stealing from me, like taking money, like lots of it for months and months, right? And I'm like, it was one blow after another. So here I am again, feeling like a whole loser, like failure. I failed again. Like now my whole, like what, what would have been my savings for at least two, a year or more, um, it's being depleted <laughs> by somebody that I let in, that I trusted. And I don't even let a lot of people that close, right? But there were lessons to learn and why I'm sharing all of this. Be, and, and, and I know you feel me. I know, you know, some of you might be dealing with the same stuff. This is why I'm sharing. This is kind of why I have the podcast. Um, and so at, during that time, I'm just like, OK, God, I don't know if I'm being punked. You know, I, I don't I don't know what's going on, but I, I can't take all of these blows like what is happening? And I did not realize all the lessons that I had yet to learn. And and I'm going to share with you a couple of them because they're they're all very important. Um, at the end of all of it, right, we, we I got to the point where, okay, the family business I don't have, the company that I've grown substantially, I'm no longer there. The assistant that I thought I was helping and mentoring and pouring into and ministering to um, has totally betrayed me. So I no longer have that. So now I'm home. I have the kids. Uh, my husband is holding it down and he is just the, the rock for real. Um, and But I'm feeling lost. I'm not feeling like myself. I am, like I said, second guessing everything. And all I can do is say, okay, God, you saw all of this, you know, all of this, like, tell me like what's going on. And over time, this didn't happen in one conversation over the years of many breakdowns, right? Many breakdowns, um, many crying at night, many breakdowns in the bathrooms, like just <laughs> roller coasters of emotions, um, being unable to really even articulate what I was feeling. Everything looked good on the outside. It was not good on the inside. And it wasn't even that I was having, I was putting on a facade. Like I, I wasn't like masking and trying to make it look better than it did. That That's not what, what I was doing. I was, re I was really more like, while I'm going through all of this, I still understand that I am called to to encourage 
and and empower and inspire and I'm called to pour and I'm called to 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 wake you up and to stand you up and to point you up and my calling doesn't stop with my circumstances my my calling my purpose it doesn't end because it doesn't get put on pause because of what I'm facing because of my own circumstances it is what it is it's a calling it's an assignment so I can't I, I I can't not do it and say what well, what about me because that's just not the way that this things works and and I believe that this is what God is honoring in this season um, certainly for me the fact that yeah I'm crying but I won't quit and not I won't quit trying to be more I won't quit on my purpose because while I'm at my lowest I'll still encourage while I don't have anything I'm still gonna speak while like I'm still gonna do it. I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to do it. And I had that mindset, right? And so God was teaching me though all along. And one of the big lessons that I needed to learn that I had not learned um, was the one was the lesson on boundaries, right? And how important it is to have boundaries, and I've always been one, you know, I, I, I see the best in everybody. Um, I have been called gullible. I have been called naive. I have been all of those things. Right. And, and to a certain extent, maybe, you know, maybe I am. <laughs> and it is, I actually, you know, God uses that for his good. Cause my, my gullible naivete, um, is the thing that causes me to trust God unconditionally and easily. Um, so I, I'm free falling into the hands of the father. I really do believe. And so that can be just me being naive, but call it what you want. I have no trouble trusting him completely. And I can say that with all confidence and boldness. I do trust him. Um, I trust God. So boundaries was an issue. And I was like, okay, God will show me where, show me where boundaries is. How is boundaries an issue? And I started to, you know, recall just situations and circumstances and um, each one of the things that I perceived as failures. Right. And so um, with, with the one company, I was hired to do something, to do one thing, right? Do You had one job and that one job was paying me six figures by, I mean, good. And, and it was exactly what I prayed for. It was at home. It was what it was. But then boundaries. Um, There were other needs that I saw. And I'm like, oh, I can do that. And then it became, I can do that too. Oh, I can do that. Oh, open up an office. I can do that. Oh, hire. I can do that. I can train. I can do. And here comes all the talents, gifts, and abilities. But that's not what I was called to do. So I have now overstepped all the boundaries and I've opened myself up to all kinds of things that I was not really prepared for. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, did I succeed? Did I have success? Oh, yeah. Did it work out? Oh, yes. But the way it ended, it didn't have to end like that. Had I stuck to the boundaries. Right. The the, the person who um, who ended up stealing large amounts of money from me, right? I didn't have enough boundaries. I had let somebody all the way in, 
all the way in and I didn't set enough boundaries. And so that was an issue, right? And and I'm like, I, I remember that that instance specifically. I said, God, what do you want me to learn in this? Right? Because I'm I'm hot. I'm mad. Um and, and right now, listen, I totally forgive them. I would pray and and pray for them. I do pray for them actually. Um, but see them, acknowledge them. No, I have nothing in my heart against this person. At n- not at all. You know why? Because my God is good and he shows me how all of this works together for my good. Um, because a couple things I, I needed to discover. One, um, that I, I had a boundaries issue. So I, I know now that I need to set better boundaries, right? Not only that, for somebody to be able to take from you um, month after month for many, many months, almost a year, and you not know it, then the problem is not with them. The problem is with you. So I had to look at the, the woman in the mirror, right? And, and, and it was very clear that I wasn't being a good steward. How do you take from me all that time and I not know it? It's because I'm not watching. I'm not looking. I'm not counting. I'm just doing. You, you understand what I'm saying? So that's not your issue. That's my issue. And and I totally take responsibility for that. And so it was and, and it was almost like I could I, I could see it as, you know, God allowing me to learn this lesson with the thousands so that when I'm entrusted with millions, I'll know what to do. Do you understand? I, I, I just that's and that's for me. You know, if it's for you, that's for you, too. But I, I get to learn these lessons. And and so now, again, the way that I'm perceiving failures, it's starting to turn. Right. Because I'm talking about the lessons that I'm learning through the failures, through the perceived failures. I'm learning about my boundaries issue. I'm learning about my stewardship problem. I'm learning um, about be, uh, standing and, and saying the truth and doing, um, saying what I mean and meaning what I say. You know what I'm saying? I'm learning how to let my yes be yes and my no be no. I'm learning how valuable um, I am to my family and how my first ministry is really home, right? And really to my children and how they are my business. They are the first business, you know, so I'm, these are things that I get to learn as a result of what I thought were failures. And this carried on, you know, some of these things went unaddressed for a long time, which is why you hear me saying things like avoidance is not a strategy, right? And I don't say these things to have something cute to say. It's because it's, it's what I've discovered, because I thought I could just, you know, time would heal all wounds. No, some stuff you got to go back and you you have to address it. You got to look it in the face, call it what it is, deal with it and let it go. And I learned how to do that over time. Do you understand what I mean? And so again, these, if you have things in your life, right, that you are perceiving as failures, this is, this is really what, what I need you to do. Um, if you are in God, the first thing that I would tell you is this, if if you are in God and you have a relationship with God, you have to know that there is no failure in God. And that was the thing I had to come to realize. Just because something failed doesn't make you a failure. Just because something didn't work out, that doesn't make you a failure. Just because the marriage failed that doesn't mean you're a failure. 
Just because the business failed, that doesn't mean you're a failure. Just because the thing, the idea, the whatever, the job failed, doesn't make you a failure. And so you have to start taking some time and, and, and asking yourself some questions so that you can reframe the failures and move on. And this is what has allowed me to move on and move on in such a powerful, powerful way. The question I had to ask myself, right, after I listed the things that I perceived as failure, right, wrote them down because now I'm changing my relationship with failure, right? I'm changing it um, because my relationship before was it failed. So I'm a failure. I'm a loser. Something's wrong with me. So I'm changing. I'm reframing. First question I asked myself after listing my, my perceived failures is what did I discover about God through this perceived failure? What did I discover through this perceived failure. And so like I mentioned, I discovered my boundaries issues, right? I discovered my stewardship issues. I discovered how resilient I really am. I discovered how strong I am. I discovered how awesome my God is. Do you understand? I discovered some skills I didn't know I had. I discovered. So what, what did you discover about your God? What did you discover as a result of that situation? So I asked myself, what did I discover about God? My second question, I said, what did I discover about myself? And that's the, you know, the the resiliency and and, and the talent and all of that, the, the boldness. I didn't know that I didn't know that I can do that. Right. You don't know how strong you are until strength is needed. You don't know what kind of patience you have until you're put in a place where patience is necessary. Right? So what did you discover about yourself as a result of that perceived failure? The thing that 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 thing that keeps looming over your head. The thing that keeps harassing you every time you start to make some progress. Got to look at it. But what did you discover about you, though? And for my business owners, what did you discover about your business? Kind of new gifts, talents, skills, and abilities did you discover? So when you when when you're when you're looking to reframe. Those perceived failures, you got to ask some questions. And so now what I do when I ask myself those questions and I discover (laughs) the goodness and I start to see that Romans 828 has always been at work. God causes all things to work together for the good to them who love him and are called according to his purpose. When I start to discover that Romans 828 has always been at work on my behalf. And I start discovering all of the things that I've learned about myself, all of the things that I've learned about my creator, all of the things that I learned about my ability to do business. Like all when I start to to look at all of the benefits. Now I focus my attention there. And I starve the distraction 
which the distraction is your failure, your loser. You, you, you don't know what you're doing. You understand? I starve the distraction and I feed my focus. My focus is I'm stronger, I'm wiser, I'm better. I learned some lessons that I would not have been able to learn another way. Do you understand what I mean? And through these lessons, I'm here. And how how about this? Through the lessons that I've learned, I'm here right now, years later, able to help you walk through overcoming failure. I didn't notice when I was crying at night, trying to figure out how I just lost six figures. I didn't know (laughs) that I was going to be on the podcast and encouraging you. When I was trying to figure out like where I'm borrowing money from. I didn't know that. Now I knew that God wouldn't leave me there and I knew that that wasn't the end, but I didn't see the way out. Let's be very clear. And it has been recently. And when I say recently, I'm talking like the last two years. Oh, oh, plenty, plenty more has happened. More, more, more uh, attacks, (laughs) more things. Dealing with a wayward child. Just trying to figure out what in the world is going on. Feeling like a failure as a parent. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like these things happen. And you can cry, but you cannot quit. And if you're going to overcome it, you got to face it. You got to deal with it. You have to write it down. You have to acknowledge it. You got to let that thing go. If you don't have the book, Water Walker, get it. The last chapter, no, the second to the last chapter is let it go. And in there, I walk through the whole process. The first thing you got to do is turn yourself in. The second thing you got to do is acknowledge your it. Whatever the it is that's holding you back. And the third thing you got to do is sing a new song. So I can no longer keep singing about what used to be, what should have been, what could have been, what would have been, what so-and-so did to me, who doesn't clap for me, who's not, you know, all of that. I got to sing a new song. I got to sing a new song. For a long time, for a long period of my life, I was working for a good job from certain people. Right. And I'm not afraid to admit that there are people that I have looked up to for years that I just want to hear, you know, good job. They know what I've overcome. You know, these are these are people that have been along for the for the journey. From the journey from a 17 year old single mom with twins dealing with an abusive relationship and scared to go to sleep at night. They know her. You understand? And 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 this is no knock even to them. This is me. This is this is stuff that I have to deal with. But they've seen the 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 come through. They've seen me in the hospital getting stitches in my jaw. <laughs> to now. And and in the back of my mind, it, it was it's it's it was like I, I just why, why? Dag, you don't even say good job. 
And that meant so much because I was working for the approval of somebody else. And we don't always outwardly say that. That's what we're doing. And I didn't even realize that that's what I was doing. But that's what I was doing. Sat down and did some discovery. Got myself a good coach who helped me to uncover some stuff. And finally deal with things. Because this is you're not going to get this is not what you get on Sunday morning. Right. This is why I, I ended up getting a coach. You this not you don't get this on Sunday morning or or Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Bible study. This this says <laughs> you got to take some time and sit and 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 uncover some things. Right. So this wasn't a lay hands and it's gone type situation. I had to go visit some places and let go of some things. So I was working not knowing it. Working for a good job from people. And I am so glad that I can stand today and say, I, I really am not working for the approval of man. I only want to hear one well done. Bump a good job. Because there's really people and I don't know if you have people like this in your life. There's people in my life. I could win the presidency. And I, I might not even get a clap. <laughs> do, you, do you understand what I'm like? There are people like that and that's okay. No longer my focus. Starve your distractions. Feed your focus. And so you got to reframe this stuff. You have to deal with it. You can't avoid it. You reframe it. You learn from it. And so you come out on the other side of it, realizing one, yes, that Romans 8.28 has been at work the whole time. And then you can be a little bit more like my favorite Nelson Mandela quote. I never lose. I never lose. I either win or I learn. And that's my story. And I'm sticking to it. That's all I got for today. I pray that um, that this episode has blessed your life. Seriously, uh, for those of you that are that are interested in um, in joining me monthly, you know we work on some of this stuff in the in the Water Walker um, VIP group, the monthly group. Uh, we meet on the first Tuesday of every month, and it is a safe place for you to take off your cape. And be rejuvenated and recharged and and things like that. We meet on um, we meet on the first Tuesday from eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time to nine thirty, and uh, I spend some time doing you know exercises like this for maybe the first fifteen minutes or so, um, and then we spend some time working on your business and working on um, some of the challenges you may be having, um, either getting started or growing or um, whatever it is. And so it's it's a it's a great community. You have a private Facebook group. So you have access to me. We can work together on live um, in our private Facebook group and, and, and stuff like that. But I um, I'm excited about your future. And if no one has told you lately, you are doing a good job. You are important and you are enough. OK, 
I want you to know that. And so if this episode has been um, beneficial to you in any way, can you let me know? Would you do that, please? Would you let me know? Would you share this episode? Would you leave me a comment? And um, yeah, I like I like to know. It's just me and my phone. And uh, that I'm recording this on my phone. <laughs> and I'm just uh, picturing you. But I am I'm just pouring and giving you what God has given to me. So I pray that this has been a blessing and I will sign off at this time. You see there, I told you you were in for a treat. Is that incredible or what? I am sure that there was something said today that has you really, really thinking. And here's the deal. You can head right over to my website And I have so many good things for you, like specifically for you. Uh, We have a community of like-minded, faith-focused individuals that are ready to wrap their arms around you and welcome you. And I mean, we have freebies and goodies and all kinds of things. So head on over to serenathomas.com and that's where you can continue this conversation with us and really engage further, okay? And then also, if you are listening to this podcast today and you are like, girl, this is exactly what I needed. I need to know that. Okay, so send me a message. Certainly head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Make sure that you are subscribed or following this channel so that you're the first to know when new episodes are loaded. I'm so glad you took the time to join us and listen, don't be stingy. I know you have a family, friend, or follower that needs this today. So take a screenshot, post it, girl, or just share it. But I enjoyed every moment of it, and I can't wait to connect with you again next week on the BMW Life Podcast. Talk to you soon.